Welcome back. Episode five of Process Preparation Performance. I'm one of your co-hosts, Bill. I'm here with JR. And we are ecstatic to have Jerome Watson from La Jolla, California. JR, quarantine still going. We're on lockdown for another month. School's canceled until May 5th, at least, or so, right around there. So we're reaching out. We're going from coast to coast. California's in the house tonight. JR, how do you know Jerome? You know, it's kind of an interesting story. Uh, I saw one time him say something about R4 when he was at a clinic, and I thought, I wonder who this guy is. And I was on Twitter, and so I started following him, and he followed me back on it, and then I just kind of reached out to him. Uh, they had a heck of a run, which we'll talk about here, uh, last year through the state playoffs, and I reached out and said, hey, good luck, enjoy following you, and we just kind of stayed in touch. And I said, how about coming on a podcast? And he said, yeah, absolutely. I'll jump on this podcast. So just like what you said, I'm ecstatic. He's here. Uh, this will be good. Bring a little West Coast flavor to the uh, to the Midwest, especially Missouri. And uh, I think everybody's going to be really happy and, and really excited about what he's got to say. Oh, I agree with you. I agree 100%. Coach Watson, where is La Jolla? Tell everybody. It's San Diego, baby. It's San Diego. And we're, we're blessed, man. So we, yeah, we're right on the beach, man. So I saw a uh, a picture of your stadium. Can you see the ocean in the background? Is what I was seeing. We can walk. Yeah, we can walk to the. Yeah, we can walk to the beach after games. It's it's pretty close. Awesome. So tell us about your school. How many kids are in your school? What class do you play in? All that stuff. We are a Division three school, uh, which is we have uh, an open division that they that they determine which is the 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 best of the best. Um, Division one, two, three, four, and five, and then there's an eight-man division. Okay, so coming into the 2020 season, we got moved up due to our run, so we're now a Division two school. Um, but last year we were in Division three, so right, our division is right in the middle of the pack. But no, we're not as big. We're not as we're not a really big school. We are a great academic school, man. Very, very great academic school. You, you and I have a couple things in common. Number one is comic books. Comic books. What 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 what's your favorite comic? Iron Man and Batman. Iron Man and Batman. Very cool. Very cool. The other thing is, the other thing is video games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Video games. What video games are you playing? Uh, top three. Two K. You know what I mean. I'm on the two K. Uh, the Madden. I am on the Madden. I'm on the three. I got the Xbox One, so I'm on the Madden and Mortal Kombat. Um, you know, I still play the, the division a little bit. Um, so, but those three, you know, those three are my main. I keep in rotation, man. I, I like Mortal Kombat a lot. I think it's a great, great game, and it didn't matter. So you're like, you're like everybody else, though. You want that NC two A football back, don't you? Ah, uh, like crazy. There was a uh, a group of coaches here. We used to have a league, and we put the kids in it. We just beat up on the kids constantly, and <laughs> fourteen. It was so much fun. Right. I miss that game. That game was fantastic. That's how you're supposed to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> so t tell us this, Coach Watson. Um, you guys are out there in Cali. You're stuck in quarantine. Is this the time of year that you'd be doing spring ball? Um, and so around this time, this is you know California. We we're big on seven oh seven. A uh, ton of 707 work in tournaments that go around this time. Uh, spring ball starts in May, which would have been next month. 
Um, so that's, you know, that's a bummer. That's, you know, that's big for us, man. That little period, that three or four week period is big, man. We have a dead, we have a dead period right in July. So you get, you know, you get the spring ball in and then you can kind of get your final summer tournaments in right after, uh, right after May. And then you have to shut it down for a while. So a ton of our kids are, our our community is real baseball basis. You know, as all of our kids come up playing baseball with each other and, ton of our kids are on the baseball team man. that it's unfortunate man you know they don't get to go play man um we know how much baseball you know means to them man so it's definitely been a a change this year we don't even know if we'll even go back in may how long do they have you guys out for right now we're out indefinitely wow well let's talk about some stuff we can control right because we can't control any of that so sure Let's answer me a couple of questions real quick. Tell us what you do out there at La Jolla and then kind of what, I know you're the passing game coordinator, but tell us your identity with football and how you came to love it. All right. So um, um, the passing game coordinator, quarterbacks coach, JV novice offensive coordinator over at La Jolla. This is my third year in the program. Uh, my first year, I was just a freshman offensive coordinator. We had a great, great quarterback coach at that time, uh, Mr. Chris Forcier. He moved on. Head coach now asked me, asked me if I want to get promoted. So I was just a quarterback's coach last year. And then coming into this year, I just kept, you know, I made another jump. Um, he asked me if I can coordinate the passing game um, coming into the uh, the 2019 season, just keep trying to move up the ladder and just work in, man. So that's what I do there. How I became, I, I've always loved football. My, my, my mom got me into football. She was a big football fan and a big Chiefs fan. And so she would all, you know, she's the one that actually got me into football. As far as coaching wise, I just gave it a try one day, man. I, I went to the YMCA. I was working at a local YMCA. It was not only the best time, but I always, always tell people like it was the most important time of the coaching because with the YMCA, what you're doing is, is you, you know, you're not, you're not inheriting some of the best kids, or you're not, you're not getting kids totally interested in, in football and you, the job. Not just the scheme. It's so much more you have to do for those kids. Um, that I, it was so important. You know, you never get the same kids, so you have to change your philosophy and change. It, it was just important. So how I got into it, it was just that once I started doing it, it, it was just addicting. Uh, I, I love the chess match of football, man. I love the, uh, the science behind it, man. There's a, uh, the more and more I got into it, I went from to the YMCA and I made a jump to youth football, youth tackle football. And I spent about three years doing youth tackle football, um, volunteering. And um, I did a couple head coach stints, which was, again, was important. Um, and then, and then in the springtime, usually in the springtime, I usually, I work, uh, I coach in a league called NFL flag San Diego, which is a very, very great league. And so in, in the springtime, that's what I do. And, you know, just to kind of keep myself busy, keep myself sharp. It's the same type of feel that I had at the YMCA, even though I'm at, I'm at the high school now, man, doing, going back and coaching first and second graders, give you that, give you that feel again, man. And so that's why I do it, um, every spring. And teaching it the way I wish I would have been taught, you know what I mean? And trying to at least uh, making sure the game is fun, making sure it's, uh, it's understandable, it's fast, but it's, it's fun. It can be fun. You guys had a heck of a run last year. And I believe it was the, the league championship semifinal. You guys were down seven with 10 seconds to go, threw a touchdown pass, went for two, won the game. And then the next week, 
you're down again with like 15 seconds to go, throw a touchdown, win the game. How do you guys get those kids to believe that it's never over and to never give up? These kids believe in themselves. They believe in each other. They believe in the program. Um, and and once you got that, man, and you got coaches that, you know, that believe as well. And in that moment, man, we were conditioned for it. You know, we kind of got to the fit. We got to the point to where, you know, if it was tight games, we were going in. Brawley game was, was incredible. And that Brawley team, which is a team out here located in the desert, that team is phenomenal, man. Every time I watch, I still watch it once every 10 days or something. Just it's because the team is so good and we have them on the schedule again this year. So um, it's a team I got a lot of respect for. But they were attempting to uh, draw us off sides on a crucial third down or fourth down. And one of their kids ended up jumping and, you know, on like the fifth hut. And so it, it, that's just us being in the moment, man. Just nobody jumped. Nobody was was panicking, man. We just knew that, you know, well, what they had to do, our defense was phenomenal. And so we got the ball back and quarterback finds, you know, finds our receiver. The field, he's actually just running a, uh, what do we call it, read hitch. And he found him out there. And what happened was he caught the ball on the sideline. The kid, the initial kid that went to tackle him thought he was going to go out of bounds. Our kid didn't go out of bounds. Uh, a kid jabbed, stepped back, almost like how the Saints and, you know, the Vikings game went. And he jabbed him. He ran out of bounds. And at that point, he it was a full-on... 12-yard sprint to the end zone. Now, or this is a kid that will put up against anybody if you want to talk speed, if you want to talk straight line speed. Uh, so at that point, you know, they're rushing and, and we're like looking at like, holy smokes, there's no more time on the clock. So he's running, there's no more time. Somebody tackles and that's a game. You know what I mean? With these 12 yards from the end zone, you know, we're like, holy smokes. And he just runs through uh, an arm tackle about three yards from the goal line and falls in. And at that point, it's 13-14. It's, uh, it's you know, and they've been beating us up, man. I'm not gonna lie, uh, coach. They was beating us up. So, you know, I understood it, but you know, and our head coach, you know, he asked, you know, should we go for it? I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, let's just go for the one. But they have been whooping our, you know, butts all day. Um, you know, we might not want another quarter with them, man. You know what I mean? Let's go too. You know, coach Tyler asked us. Uh, I told him it was on you, but I got you. You know what I mean? And he actually, defensive coordinator, was also in our. In the booth with me, he said the same thing to him, man. We got you, man. Regardless, of, you know how this goes, man. We got you. Coach Tyler he called to uh, called a play, man. You know we call a sub. It was just a double uh, double slam bubble outside. We knew they was going. We knew there was a man. Quarterback. Uh, if you've seen the clip, uh, the quarterback. You know our quarterback does a great job of just eyeing the bubble um, and getting that guy to widen. And at the very last minute, the, the under slant comes and pops. It was just how it was supposed to be. Once we found the guy, we motioned him in and out. We found out that, you know, that was man coverage. Uh, he bubbled. He ran him out. The, the plus player ran out there as well. And like I said, our quarterback did a good job of keeping his eyes on the bubble. And then, you know, the slant popped over right at the last minute. And we just walked off. <laughs> just walk off touchdown at that point. You know, he walked off two-point conversion. But, again, credit our coach in that moment because um, – it's about believing, you know what I mean? It's about believing, in, and that's, what's, that's what our whole year is built on, just believing, man. It's a great feeling, though, man, that the, the league championship was incredible. You know, they go down and score with, like, 30 seconds left. You know, uh, we don't have any timeouts. They end up they end up squib kicking, so we get they get it to us. We're on our, on our 45. Um, they get caught with 12 on the field. Um, then we complete the big field comeback. Uh, it's a big game maybe plus 25, plus 30, and we rushed to the line, spike it, took one more shot, and then took another shot. We tied it up, 
and then we kicked the field, you know, we kicked the, the extra point, obviously. Um, that made it 2019. That was the league championship. So that was that was big for us just to get over the hump because we were we were at the time we were a division three team. You know, the team, the Christian team is a phenomenal team. This is a team that is just is is just good. They're always good. You know, you know they're they got guys and they're just always good. And so um it was a big Big win for us, just confident wise, man. Just felt like we had been always, we had been playing against big boys, man, and we finally got one. You know what I mean? We finally got that one, and we, that kind of, that kind of uh, catapulted us in in the playoffs. You know? Yeah, you know, I was I was checking out your Twitter feed, and you you have a video. It's a little over a minute long. It's about Coach Tyler talking to the kids beforehand because, you know, he was referencing that people were telling me he was crazy for going back to La Jolla because you can't win in La Jolla. Right. And they hadn't win. They hadn't won any games since the nineties. And lo, lo and behold, you're, you're telling us beforehand, Hey, listen, we didn't have the best record, but we deserved to be there. And when we finally believed that we deserved to be there, those plays, they just kind of happen, right? When you, right, for sure. when you put that group of kids together, because they were so tight and they hung out and all that stuff you were talking about, it really didn't matter the play you called in my mind. These are the way I, this is the way I did because it was those kids decided in week one, week two, week three, they were going to be wearing that same t-shirt you're wearing about that, (laughs) about that championship, man. I I love that. That's real talk though. That's real talk. I love that. We have been, we've just been talking just every week was about making them believe. And as long as we went one and zero, um, the preparation that went into every week that we did was just it was it was unlike anything, man. And and, and they felt it, and then it you know it resonates, man. If you you know La Jolla is beautiful, man, but it's not known for football. You know, this is, we're in a soccer and baseball community. You know, what I mean, this that's what that's what reigns supreme. Um, and so, but then you you take you look at a picture of our championship game, and the crowd is we feel a you know, a junior college stadium up, you know, little old La Jolla, you know what I mean? But we're jam-packed in there, man. It's just a community like this. What what Coach Tyler and his football team, what we did this past year is just just incredible, man. We really, really made people believe that that was the goal. Um, and we did, you know. So, Jerome, you, you talked – you touched on it a little bit there. You know, La Jolla is known, you know, you say, for more of a baseball-type community and whatnot. What, what did you guys have to do or or what's something that was kind of unique that, that you guys do to try to keep the kids, you know, getting excited about football, staying out for football? I know you've got a, a slogan, sail the ship. And uh, what else do you guys do to kind of – to get kids to stay excited with football when you're kind of going through those tough times? Uh, well, creating an atmosphere that they want to be around. Um, that's, that's number one. Um, you know what I mean? Creating, creating an atmosphere, I think is real key, but I think what, you know, Tyler does a great, as far as keeping the program going, Tyler does a great job. It's just, we have great freshmen, um, great freshman coaches. Um, like, you know what I mean? A lot of the kids want to come back to follow them. I think that's real key. Things like every year we go up to Big Bear for a weekend. Take the whole, uh, the junior varsity varsity team, um, about fifty kids. Uh, coaches go up there for like a two or three day. Where retreat. is Big Bear? Because people here in Missouri aren't going to have any idea. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I keep forgetting about that. So Big Bear is located about an hour, uh, about an hour. To, no, 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 about three or four hours uh, away. 
up on the mountain, uh, it's where people go to ski at um, here in San Diego. So if we got to go ski, you got to drive a ways away. It's on top of a mountain. Uh, when we go in the fall, it's, it's obviously no snow there. We just, you know, the lake is melted. Um, so, you know, during the winter is when it's beautiful. It's, the lake is frozen. It's, it's everybody just goes to ski. It's, you know, it's that type of that type of place. Um, and so we go up there kind of as, as, a, as a, it's not really a retreat, we go to work, uh, we still got practice up there and stuff like that, but just, just the activities we have, a bunch of team camaraderie activities, we all eat together at the same time, we all um, we sit around the, you know, we have a night where we sit around the fire and, and we have our kid, you know, Coach, like I said, Coach Tyler, he has our, he has a vote, you know, has a team vote for captains. I think I think that's real key. You know, um, he has us competing. The coaches compete with the with the players and everything. You know, bowling and basketball and bow and arrows and everything. I think that's key. You know, um, and then just creating an atmosphere that they want to be around us. That's the biggest thing, man. Um, Tyler now runs a. He now has has implemented a, a flag football league around La Jolla called Friday Night Lights. That's kind of endorsed by um, Drew Brees. He's building a true program, you know, and making sure that he stays true to his word. You know, we're really selling a ship, just like you talked about, man. And that and that word, the, the, the sale part of it is, is broken down as the S being selflessness, A for accountability, I, integrity, L for love. And the thing that was cool, what Tyler did this past is we had a Viking shield um, that every kid had to go pick one word about how the season's going to go. And even the coaches had to do it. We all wrote a word on a Viking shield and we carried it out to every game. Just things like that. And it's cool, just every kid had to pick a different word, you know, and why it, why it applied to them and or football. And uh, you got to hear some interesting stuff, some really cool stuff, man, and uh, some really good ideas. And, and every week, you know, a different player got to carry that shield out with everybody's written words on there. So things like that, man, that, that creates a team in itself. Those type of things, uh, I think, we do a good job of. Sounds pretty awesome to me. I think uh, I think I'd be competing to see if I could have that shield at the end of the year. I think that's what I'd be doing, right? Coach, you mentioned the uh, you mentioned the two point play, the the bubble with the two slants attached, and as the passing game coordinator, what is kind of your philosophy? I mean, don't get me wrong, I like to throw the football. I love to throw the football, but if if you could, would you throw it all the time? Do you like to spread it out five wide? Tell us about it a little bit. Uh, so we are a spread team. We're a 10 double O personnel team. Uh, we did have a, this past season, we had the, we had the fortune of having a, a tight end, uh, which allows us to get into some more 11 and 20 stuff. But again, like I told you in, in La Jolla, man, we're a 10 personnel. We gotta be, we got pitchers and catchers, you know what I mean? All right. You know, we got pitchers and catchers, man. And so we, we got to spread it out and we, and we chucked the ball, um, we chuck, we throw the ball, man. We, you know, we we do have a great running back right now that we feed because we know that you know, his type doesn't, uh, his type might not come back back through here like this again, man. So we got a phenomenal guy right now that we're, you know, we obviously excited about. Uh, but we're a ten personnel team. If we could pass the ball all the time, I would. Uh, but I think philosophy, no, philosophy wise is again, man. We, you know, when you get you get all these kids that can do multiple things, we got a bunch of kids that that that. What, what we consider triple threat players that can pass, catch, and shoot. You know, it's just all these, we got all these different kids, all these kids can do all these different things. And I think that um, by spreading them out allows them to utilize those things a little bit more. Balance, uh, making sure you distribute the ball um, to different play, you know, different playmakers, move your guys around, some matchup-based 
it's a matchup-based league, man. Like you said, the, the play itself doesn't matter. Personnel, formation, and then play. Can I get him on him? <laughs> it's real simple. You know what I mean? Um, and that's why we go five wide. And you watch our state, we, we're in empty. Uh, we go empty. And if you got five guys can cover, you know, then, then good. But more often than not, you probably don't. And we got to find them. And we've got to find them. You know what I mean? And and um, and that's the philosophy, man. It's just it's – just, um, and we're at the point now where we feel where we feel like we that's why we're so excited about this year is we we found the groove at the right time last year. Uh, we started off rough, but it was just kind of figuring out the type of team we want to be. We had a, right, so we weren't at, we weren't a forty point per team. I'm not, not going to sit here and lie and tell you we were forty points per team, but we made the plays when they mattered because we had a defense that we we could punt on, we could punt. You know, I mean, we felt like we punt the ball, we're gonna get the ball right back. Um, and so that was just that philosophy. Plus, we, you know, we, you know, we had a sophomore quarterback who was going to be phenomenal. But bringing him along, everybody for the most part had had new positions. You know, and so point of this whole thing is is to continue to grow, right? Like if you peak, if you peak in week three or week four, man, you're in trouble. You know, if you're not consistently improving, working out the kinks, and and making sure that every Every answer they have for you, make sure you can go now have an answer if it surfaces again. The more and more we play, we play tough games and play tough teams and good teams, and 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 we just kept building answers to where we became a team that could comp an offense that can really truly complement um, our defense. And now we're in a position, you know, coming into this season where we return entire offense, you know, staff in place, players in place. And that's what you be. That's what's exciting, right? So there's no, there's no reinstalling much. It's just getting crisp at what we already do. Philosophy-wise, though, we are a spread team. We do use, as far as the the R four stuff, how Mr. Simmons found me. Uh, we use the terminology. That's about teaching a quarterback, you know, what is open. I think is key, and so I, that's why I, I recommend that that R four stuff for for any passing game or any quarterback, receivers, coach, uh, make sure that, you know, you always has a rhythm read, a rush route, um, and that's consistent. Um, that's consistent in our playbook. We mirror routes um, for installation purposes, but for the most part, we're calling split field concepts. Quarterback reads leverage, and we go from there. We give them two, two concepts, a three and a two beater, a one and a four beater. That's how we're structured here in La Jolla, my man. Nice. Do me a favor. You said you got some kids coming back. I don't. I know California football is good. I know. Trust me. We, we hear about it. I'm one of those high school football junkies. I'm, check, I'm checking max preps and seeing who's who and what's not. So go ahead for the next segment and just, just show those kids who are coming back some love, man. If you want to mention them, if you want to talk about them. It's too many. Hey, it's too Hey, look, if they're listening, because this is my dudes, man. So if they're listening, I think we were turning 15 starters. So from a team that's a team that went on this run, that's our first group. You know, when we came in three years ago, that this that's our senior group. You know, that's our that's the freshman, that's the very first freshman class that we had. You know what I mean? And I, I got was the freshman offensive coordinator, but also for the head coach, that's his first freshman class that's coming up to graduate. Uh, so shout out to them because they that group is phenomenal, man. And then our group, you know, that senior group that we had. Um, and then we had, you know, a couple dynamic sophomores, man, just, just, you know, <laughs> we had, you know, two, two 15 year old kids play just major roles in this man. And, and, uh, and just shout out that, you know, our, our, 
our 20 class, shout out our upcoming 21 class is very, very special. Um, very special. I mean, we got a, uh, again, like I said, man, 15, 15 to 22 starters. You know what I mean? We don't got, we don't got a bunch of two way guys. I think we got one, one or two, two way guys. So we, we coach them up, you know, our guys, our guys aren't going both ways. You know what I mean? We don't, we, you know, we're making the most of what we got, you know? So we got, that's a great class of players, man. So shout out to class of 21. Um, I think our class of 22 class that, you know, our, our quarterback, or, or we got a nice little weapon in Makai Smith, class of 22. It's just phenomenal, man. They're, they'll be on their way. Uh, and, and we've seen it. You know, we've seen it. We made a good run with a, with a young team. And, uh, man, so shout out to them, man. Just shout out to the squad, man. Shout out to uh, the 21 class, man. All right, Coach, that, that's incredible. You know, you got kids that don't play both ways primarily. You got 15, 16 kids coming back. Sounds like the class of 21 and 22. It sounds like they're a tight-knit group that's just ready to bounce. You know what I mean? Um, here's what I want to know. You're in the box, so you're not directly down there in the field, but I'm sure you could hear through the headset like everything else. Coach Tyler calls timeout. It's, it's third and seven, whatever. What pass concept are the kids calling for? Because, you know, I'm the OC, and kids always have an opinion, right? So – what what concept are they calling for? Because they're like, yo, coach, run run this, run this. What are they asking? Uh, probably, probably Casper. Probably Casper. So a three vertical, a three vertical concept. If we're running it out of empty woods, Ohio out there, which is a which is a fade out, and then um, if it's Casper to the to the three man surface, it's um, the number three receiver will have the bender, the seam read, uh, the Y have the out, and then the uh, the X I have the we have the fade out, you know what I mean? But it's just spacing for everybody. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what they're calling on third and seven. And again, we got smart kids, man. We got you know, these kids are gonna be scientists and astronauts. I mean, we're talking you know, four <laughs> four point seven or four point five GPA, man. These kids are phenomenal, man. Like you know, so it, you got you know, if they've seen it, you gotta listen to them, right? These are kids are smart, but this is this is the advantage we have, man, is, is they see it. Uh, you probably gotta be right, but it's it's fun to have that type of system where they they feel like they they know their job is to read the defense. You know, that's their job. And so they come back with feedback, it, it's phenomenal, man, and that we've opened that, that line of communication for them. So you know, you know, they got a voice in this, man. This isn't a dictatorship, you know, if it's not working, you don't feel like it's not gonna be there, um, let us know. You know, same thing with the quarterback, you know, same thing with the quarterback, man. It's, it's what are you liking out there, man? What are you seeing right away, man? What, leaving that line of communication open for the players, um, I think it's pretty cool. I love it. I love it. Let them play, right? They came out there to play, so let them play. Still backyard. Still backyard ball. Absolutely. You know I mean? It's still backyard ball. Absolutely. So, you know, we, we put up a poll on Twitter a few weeks ago, and you being an offensive guy, uh, I'm going to ask you, JR and I believe that there's only three ways to run the football. Inside the tackles, outside the tackles, or option, which if you're a true triple option team, you've got a guy inside and you got a guy outside. But it's our contention that you can only run the ball three ways. Now, our Twitter poll went out, and we're about 50-50, so I don't want to put any pressure on you right now, Coach. I, I don't want you to... I don't want you to feel it. I mean, it's not like that two-point conversion for that league title now. But, but you got to give us a vote. So what's your vote? 
that's 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 tough. I mean, be, in I guess in 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 theory, yeah, inside, outside, and option, which you would consider you would consider bubble and smoke screens run game, right? Yeah. Yep. So that falls under the option. Yep. Uh, well, I'd have to agree. There you go. Uh, We're winning, Jr. We're winning. <laughs> 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 we also put out. We also put out something else on Twitter because JR and I ride the game, ride to the games together in a, in a vehicle. We usually take turns driving. We don't ride the bus. Usually it's one coach on the bus. Um, but you know as well as I do that there is some funny stuff, man, that happens in that press box, on the sideline. JR and I, are, we're going to put out an entire one time in the press box bonus episode podcast because we got some funny stuff, man. There's some things that we tell the same stories week in and week out. We're still laughing. So I got to know out there in La Jolla, give me a one time in the press box story. Give me something that just makes y'all laugh. So I get to, I mean, I sit in, a, in our, pre, in our personal, I'll say one. the state championship game was, was unique. Um, we went to, uh, we traveled up North to Sacramento which is the state capital. It was a great stadium. It was an old school stadium. They, you know, they had grass, thick grass. Um, it was really old school, but the box itself was like a woodshed, like a, <laughs> like a kind of like where you would kind of use the, you know, where they would tell you to go to use the bathroom out there, you know, like an old outhouse, you know. Um, and so, as far as the booth, man, I, I, our booth, man, it's it's serious because we're we're up there, you know, got the the play sheet lined out and, and, and notes all over the place, man. So, um, and I'm trying to think of a crazy story. You might have to come back to that one, man. Cause outside, I mean, outside of the champion, I mean, the, the, the two point conversion, uh, you know, me and the defensive coordinator, we took our head, headsets off, man. We, you know, we hugged and this is why the play is going on. You know what I mean? Like it was just like, it's been real, you know what I mean? Like, and my favorite stories uh, of the phone is of the booth. My man is, is running out, you know, running out with with the win, you know what I mean? Right after the championship, you know, after we won the CIF running out, our our box was located right on top of the, the, the home team's, uh, on the home team stadium, you know, side. So when we had to leave, when we left the box, we had to run down the, you know, down the steps through the, the team we just beat. That's what we remember, man, you know, that type of stuff, man, like that coming out the booth, like, let's go, man, like, we got this done, man. And, that's that's my favorite story. Um, it's usually just it's usually just skittles and uh, skittles and apples, man. But one thing we'll, we'll, I tell you is our defensive coordinator we always brought an apple, and so so we would always ask him if he had the apple. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool because every time he, you know he had it in the booth, he would have it out, you know, right after halftime, man. And so I knew that was I knew it was on. <laughs> I knew it was on, man. So. There's little stuff like that, man, that, you know, are, as far as crazy stories, I don't think we really had a crazy one yet. <laughs> What's the longest road trip you guys have been on out there? Because California is a pretty big state. I know they got you For divided sure. into 10 divisions, but. For uh, sure. For sure. Uh, as far as, uh, as far as this past season, we, we actually, we actually, it was pretty cool. We didn't have much travel outside. We had to travel to Sacramento. Um, we had to travel for the regional championship right after we won um, CIF championship here. The furthest we had to drive as far as in season, about a year ago, we had to go out to the desert, which is about, which is about a good hour, hour and a half um, trip, man. And it's and it's the desert, man. 
you know, it's 90 degrees at eight, you know, eight, eight thirty at night. It's, it's, it's unreal. You know, it's unreal. It's, that's a, that's an advantage for real. So that's the furthest we've been is the central high school, which is, they do a darn good job out there in the desert of building that program up. We lost that game last year. As far as travel wise, you know, everybody in our league for the most part is, is we don't have to travel too far, maybe 10, 15 miles at the most, my man. So it's not that, it's not that bad. That'd be nice. It's not, <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. It's not that bad. Nice. Um, it's not, it's a ton of schools here, man. You know, it's, it's yeah. a ton of schools. So uh, our travel isn't, isn't that bad at all. You know, again, like I, like, like, like I was telling you about Coach Tyler, man, right away, you know, our first game of the season is the, is the team we beat to get to the championship game and, and that two, you know, with the two point conversion. That's our week one game, you know what I mean? And then our week two game is the team we played in the championship. You know what I mean? So it's, it's you got to love this, man, right? Like, this is what we're doing for it, man. This is, this, you know, you, you, the kids know, like, we want we, we want to go play the best, man. We want to we wanna play, we want to make a point, man. It's a state here, and that, you know, last year it wasn't a fluke. And, and uh, but as far as the travel go, my man, no, we don't got much. We don't got uh, that, we don't have it that bad. How about you guys? How's it uh, you're pretty fortunate. We travel a lot. We travel a whole lot and a couple hours easy to go down and play the the other side schools that we're currently, you know, in our classification. So coach, awesome stuff. You got the kids believing the ship is definitely sailing in the right position. I, like I told you, I listened to coach Tyler talk. I, I, man, I would have ran through a wall. It would have been all right. I would have. You know, you you keep pushing those kids and enjoying life. We're going to keep track of you out there in La Jolla. But I tell you this, uh, you and I have one other thing in common. We both like breakfast. Let's go. And um, we got to get out there, get out to San Diego. I want to go, you know, go somewhere where we can look at the beach and hang out, throw the football around. We have to share some. We have to share some stuff on huddle, coach, because I, I think we're right in line. Anytime, man. Like I told you, it's the breakfast tail, so. man. So whenever you get here, man, it's 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 on me, man. We're in. Thank you so much for being here, coach. It's been an absolute pleasure. We can't wait to do it again. <laughs> Best of luck to you guys this year. Go out and repeat, man. Oh repeat. man. We'll do our best to defend the belt, man. Just want to thank you again, uh, Bill and uh, Mr. JR, uh, for having me Absolutely. on. Uh, for considering me. You guys take care of yourself out here. Try to stay home. Um, and um, I hope we can get to do this again. We will. We will.